Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. I think I'm just fed up. All we see all the time is people flinging their shit around. I don't even feel like we're at a point where people are flinging their shit as much as we are seeing the results of all the shit that people have been flinging out and we've just been ignoring. As a human race and individually, because we we became so good at it for so long, we have an incredible capacity for denial. And thanks to separation, we have a great capacity for compartmentalizing. That's their problem, not mine. That's their shit, not mine, right? How many times have we always said, I've got my own shit to deal with. You just deal with your shit and I'll deal with mine, right? And that's true to an extent because of our own karma and our own issues. Yes, we have to tend to our own and we really can't deal with anyone else's. But at some point in 2021, there was no way for us to deal with our shit without having to confront other people's shit too. We just needed to just turn on the news and just <laughs> see the world falling apart. Like there was one point where I actually- I think you just had to go in social media. <laughs> I actually wanted to come off it. I actually wanted to come off social media because I'd go on it. It became almost addictive anyway, but then I'd go on it and it would be just depressing news after more depressing news, after unempowering news, after disappointing news, you know, and I'm just like, you know what? Like this world is fucked. Why don't we just press reset? And a lot of people would argue, and spiritual people will actually argue this as well, we are in the great reset. This is the introduction to 5D, fifth dimensional consciousness and oneness and whatever you want to fucking call it, is it's the reset. We're leveling up and we're becoming high vibe and this is all the result of it. And I'm like, but Liz, we're not. We're not. Sorry. (laughs) At the end of the day, we're just seeing all how our fears have become released into the world. Mm -hmm. We're seeing how, even though they're not real, they become real because they're part of our reality. And because they become part of our reality, we're seeing how they form the framework for our lives. Yes. Sorry. That's all we're seeing. It's not not a new 5D consciousness. We're seeing 3D crap. Yes. Maybe we're having an opportunity to look at it differently. I'll give you that. Yeah. But really, <laughs> apart from that, we're just seeing the same shit we always saw, just it's in our faces more, and we're a lot more sensitive to it because either we've been locked up for fucking ages mm-hmm. or we've been assaulted with images of people grabbing planes to be able to leave countries, having their homes demolished, running out of electricity, explosions. I mean, earthquakes. The list goes on, earthquakes, revolutions. Uh, inept politicians I'm sorry I'm gonna say it say it inept politicians trying their best to not be disliked oh yeah they're just putting other people's lives in danger instead yes well I don't know yeah and it's not even disliked as much as just in a position to make sure that they are (laughs) re-elected it's just I'm fed up I'm just fed up oh who isn't fed up so I don't think it's a 5D thing at all and if anyone says that I would challenge them to be like is this what you want 5D to look like or is this all the crap you know, we're trying to get away from? So it's funny because I happened to notice on spiritual Twitter that there were a spiritual lot of... Spiritual Twitter. On spiritual <laughs> Twitter. You know how there's like, you know, spiritual TikTok. Everything's got like its own like little section. In spiritual Twitter, somebody was like tweeting about that. I'm seeing this, this detachment and this letting go from old storylines. And I'm like, bitch... No, 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 no. That's called disassociation. That's called delusion. You don't just get to say that when the shit's going down, right? 
Because that's what yeah. spiritual people want to do. They're like, well, no, you don't get angry. You just see it for what it is and hold it in compassion. And I'm like, yeah. well, yes, I'm, I can do that and I will do that. But I'm also going to get fucking angry right now because this sucks. This hurts. I see people suffering and I don't like it and I don't have to like it. And I don't have to sit there and say, well, it's all because it's part of the big story. And you signed up for this and you were contracted for this. Because while that is all well said and good, in the grand scheme, maybe, that's not helpful right now. Effectively, all it is, yeah. is people still not taking responsibility for their shit. Yeah. And I mean that on the small level. Mm-hmm. But what I'm really talking about now is also on like the more global level. Yes. You are responsible. Take responsibility. And then act accordingly. Stop passing the buck. Yeah. Stop trying to blame something else that isn't you. Mm-hmm. Stop pretending it just happened. The very tenets for me, for what I believe 5D to be, mm-hmm. is respect mm-hmm. and responsibility. Yeah. How can you be powerful if you're not taking responsibility for your life? Mm-hmm. And how can you be in oneness if you're not respecting yourself and others? Yeah. And I'm seeing a massive void in that. 2021, and we're just in January of 2022, so we're not, you know, it's, it's not a distant memory, <laughs> was... <laughs> literally are we the year of not taking responsibility for shit not respecting one another and then getting upset and shouting about it so no matter how many people were saying okay well 3d is over 5d is here boom no dimensional spiral ends right you don't get this kind of clean cut it's not like a breakup right well it's like a breakup with a very toxic relationship right where it's like, even though it might have ended and you said, okay, we're done, I'm never going to see you again, and you cut them all off, all your social media, et cetera, et cetera, you block them, you're still going to deal with the remnants of it, right? So what we're seeing are these very, very loud echoes of 3D, third-dimensional separation consciousness. And so as that's really coming apart, we're seeing all the layers and shit that we just allowed to remain buried, much like from a toxic relationship, all the stuff we just ignored and we just kind of passed off and just said, well, that's just them, right? Mm. You know, they're not angry. It was, you know, it was like, they're not angry like all the time. This is just sometimes, right? Like all the excuses Mm. we make to make that relationship bearable are all the things we have to confront now. And we cannot confront them unless we face all of them, right? Because that's how we heal. Yeah. But it is extremely painful, as we know, to bear witness to our bullshit and our excuses and our denial. And that's why in 2021, we saw all of this fall apart. We saw more relationships come apart, more marriages fall apart. Because it was like, okay, as hard as I tried to make this work in 2020 or, you know, years before, 2021 was that unforgiving of like, if you had even a fracture in any relationship of yours, whether it be personal to global, it was going to fracture more. Yeah. And that's what happened. But yeah. this is what I find fascinating is that fear, mm-hmm. right? The fear that that exists, those fractures, those things, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Fear is what keeps us in separation. Yes. So in order for us to become whole, which is actually what we want, we don't want to be in separation anymore. No, because it's, we have it's, to confront it. It's an anthema to a soul to be in separation. And separation is just effectively a soul that says, I am not divine. But my issue with fear is that it expands so quickly. It has to, because it, it has to, it needs space. But it takes up space. Uh-huh. 
It does. If one person is scared, it really can feed into everyone else being scared. Mm -hmm. And it starts, I mean, I notice it. I start thinking of things that, and I don't hold very much fear. And all of a sudden I'm like, should I be scared? Should I be thinking of this? Yeah, I know. What did I miss? Yeah. (laughs) What do they know that I don't know? Mm. Yeah, exactly. It really expands and expands and expands. And then people start reacting from that space more and more. Then the fears become true. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. It becomes a cycle. And then all of a sudden, the people who were like, get in the first place, are like, well, I was right to hold that fear because it ended up coming true. (laughs) Yes, see, I was right. And it does. And and that's what shapes your entire worldview, doesn't it? If you develop that filter, right, around your fear... So that everything kind of that comes back is is just reflects that fear, of course. That clouds and shades everything else you see, even if it has nothing to do with you, if you will. If you're looking at something that's happening halfway around the world, it's the same thing. 100%. And what it ends up doing then is it just destroys everything in its way, including your life. Yeah. From the, the small of how can I be having fun in my life when someone else is suffering somewhere else Mm. to the simple of I'm now in a shitty mood because of all the shit that's going on around me. And so I end up, you know, (laughs) shitting on everything myself to the really simple of your perspective when it shifts. Yes. You then see everything in a negative light and you're pulling it into that negative space. Yes. And we saw that a lot in 2021. It was like, okay, yes, 2020, the fears that kind of came up around the virus and, you know, a a few political things, the election and what was going on in Asia, it was a taster. It Mm. really was a taster of like, okay, this is what happens when you let fear into your life and into your reality and into your mindset and into your heart. Yeah. But rather than actually respond to that, The one thing that fear needs is scale. So the more people you kind of, you start to get ramped up in fear, the worse it gets. And so those who might want to respond to fear differently and say, well, can we just sort of think about this for a moment? Or, you know, I don't think that has to be part of my reality. Mm. I can see this for what it is, but my body says, I'm not going to carry this. I'm not going to get wrapped up in this. I'm not going to engage with this, et cetera. But the more people occupy that space of fear, and the greater scale you have, the more that consumes. What now happens is what we have in 2021, which is that the fear has taken over. And that's what we now call, and this is why this episode is called Hell on Earth. And I feel like we should share with our listeners the fact that this is the third time we've had to record this episode. Which is so crazy. Because And it seems like every time we've had to record this episode, because it kept getting lost. <laughs> Quote, lost, unquote, lost corrupted. corrupted. You, know, even, you know, even the outline you sent <laughs> twice to me, because the first time you sent an empty one. Oh, Jesus. I didn't even remember that. Yeah. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Because that's the moral of the story. We're forcing hell on earth. Yeah. We're creating hell on earth. And every time we go to record another episode, something else has happened in the world and we're like, what the hell? And even though I knew that would come and I could see it coming, now I'm much more present in it and I fucking hate it. 2021, hell on earth. Mm -hmm. 2022, heaven on earth? (laughs) Not quite. Oh, don't no! Don't make the sad face. We'll get there. We'll discuss. We'll discuss uh, post twenty twenty one in a few minutes. Let's just kind of talk about hell on earth. Okay. What does hell on earth mean? We had choices. Do we just wipe ourselves out completely to bring about, as you said, a quote unquote reset, or do we participate in this big experiment, which is what we have been doing? Which is, can we raise our consciousness enough that we can then change our world enough to make it livable? 
and achieve happiness. So effectively, what hell on earth is, is when fear is what informs our choices and decisions and it becomes the beacon and the way forward. And so when we consider all the fires that happened over the summer in 2021, I mean, that's scorched earth, isn't it? Yeah. And that's what fear does. Yeah. And that was literally, they were started in fear. You know, in the last episode, we were talking about the earth and climate and understanding that some people, for fuck's sake, I can't believe this. Um, (laughs) You hated that episode, just for the record. You're like, why in the fuck are we recording this episode? It's so dumb. And I'm like, (laughs) I know, but it always makes sense, doesn't it? (laughs) Minorly. But but no, when we were talking about it. (laughs) Yes. But when we were talking about it, you know, we were saying you have to understand that different people can come at climate change differently depending on and you literally say in the last episode some people might have to burn an acre of farmland to feed their families mm-hmm. so it literally is this idea that fear and scarcity and the way we've been operating in our world yes. is not only scorching our farmlands it's scorching our hearts it is and my fear if mm-hmm. i can say that is that it will happen and it will happen again, and it'll happen again. And no one will actually see that maybe we can learn to do things differently. Mm-hmm. In fact, they'll do what I've done in my personal life before, which is I know how this plays out, so I know what I'm going to do this time, and I'm going to jump straight to the ego move, the control move, the which fear move. Mm, okay. The acting with force instead of compassion. Yeah. You know, giving way to hate instead of healing, judging instead of loving, when actually if we do the opposite – that's when we actually can start moving forward mm-hmm. and have it not happen again and again. Yep. If we act with compassion instead of force, you know, we give way to healing instead of hate and we love instead of judge, we might come out of it in a different place. Because if not, we're just going to keep cycling again and again and again. As we have, right? I mean, for anybody who's old enough, this all looks incredibly familiar. Yeah, I mean, my parents are all borderline jaded now. They're like, oh, we'll be fine. <laughs> Whereas I'm sitting here going, guys, I can't see this. I just can't see no, this anymore. No, no. And that's actually the part that becomes a bit concerning because the younger generations who are much more empathetic and even empathic and sensitive, they're watching us. They're watching mm. how we react. They're watching and listening to what we're saying around these issues. And that actually breeds the more extreme responses that they'll have as they get older. And I'm not saying that, oh, we'll raise them to be more cynical. The other way around is we could raise them to be the sacrificial lambs that they're already becoming. Younger generations step up with courage, Mm -hmm. try and do things differently, Mm -hmm. and we meet them with hate, cynicism, separation, judgment, and shame. Yeah. And how the fuck are we meant to bring out a new consciousness when we keep pushing the old one back onto people? And what I realized is that it wasn't about me in those moments standing up for myself or teaching them to stand up for themselves. Oh gosh, yeah. You can't stand up for yourself if you're holding fear because as long as you're fearful, all you're doing is just spreading more fear. You're not lending a voice to addressing the problem at all. All you're doing is just, I want to protect my fear. I feel like I need to protect myself. 
But actually standing up for yourself, it's really standing in our light because you can't have our light and fear at the same time because our light holds the coding for faith, for knowing, for the divine. And you can't be in your divinity and be scared at the same time. It's not possible. It's not possible at all. So what we need is, as we're standing up for ourselves, is to be able to act in our best interest. But I think when you talk about best interest... Mm-hmm. And having just discussed earlier how respect and responsibility yes. are very important when it comes to mm-hmm. 5D values. Yeah. In fact, they are 5D values for me personally. Mm-hmm. That in one way, the mm-hmm. phrase comes up as, I'm going to be selfish. But in another way, it's not. It's, I'm acting in a way that honors the divine in me. Yes. Whilst respecting the divine in you. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. very different. We're not here to, to become martyrs. We're not here to sacrifice ourselves. But we're also not here to hurt other people unnecessarily. So, but as long as people hold fear, that sense of what's going to hurt me and impact me becomes very skewed through their fear filter. Exactly. And that's really what damages this sort of exchange that people are having, whether it be around geopolitical occurrences or the sort of social ones to the individual. Because as long as fear is informing a person's sense of what is in their best interest, we will not find a way through into 5D. We cannot, because we will never come into agreement of what is, in quote unquote, like you said, our best interest. It's always going to be about you or me. Exactly. But yeah. what, and the key here is to understand that what is in the highest good for all is in the highest good for the individual. Yes. So we can only reach this better world, this 5D world, when we are able to, as individuals, figure out how to live out our purpose. Because our purpose, as well as to serve the collective, is also to be the highest version of ourselves, which means the most joyful, the happiest, the most at peace, the most in love. You know, we can only be a true uplifting member of our community mm-hmm. when we are uplifted ourselves and then we delight in uplifting others rather than have this idea that when I am up, you must be down. So for example, stupid bullshit example, mm-hmm. when I am in a better mood, the podcast episode is in a better place. Mm-hmm. Therefore, people listening to it maybe get more from it. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the and then therefore multiplier, multiplier, multiplier out yes happiness light and love actually breed more just as fear does if we make the effort for ourselves to find those places of light and love not just relief from fear which is an entirely different thing Mm -hmm. that can spread just as nicely just as well and then yes we are able to reach that better world because in living our purpose in being in that joy we naturally serve the collective because not only are we one more joyful person in this world, which frankly right now is not only an act of revolution, rebellion, and a miracle. I was going to say, I think that's probably one of the greatest challenges to yeah. undergo at the moment. But having one more person in joy in this world is one more person closer to having joy in the world. And what we need to enable all of that is freedom. What underpins everything you just said is freedom. And which can't happen when we're chucking blame and judgment and shame around like fucking confetti. Yeah. No, because that is what true hell is the absence of freedom. Ask anyone who's ever had anxiety. Mm. The true hell is thinking you'll never be able to get out of it. True hell is being trapped somewhere. 
And ask, feeling that you'll stay there forever. Ask any woman who's stuck in Afghanistan. Ask any yeah. Cuban who can barely feed their families. I mean, ask Scared any Filipino who is forced to subsist on a thousand pesos a month. There is hell on earth because there are so many people who are not living in freedom. And that is what we had to confront in 2021 with all the ways in which we have not freed ourselves to be joyful, to be capable, to be connected even remotely to our purpose. And then, you know, when I look at the Middle East, mm -hmm. it honestly feels that people yes. are being rewarded for being assholes. We've had our reckoning. We will not even have this reckoning until about 2023 of what all of that greed and corruption has done. It is a tentpole that just really needs to come down. The hell becomes normalized, and that's what we've allowed. And that's what we all have to confront. And it is painful. As you said time and again, bearing witness to your own shit, you know, in previous episodes, it's just, has been painful. And that's the purpose of karma is if we can confront and bear witness to our own shit, we can then get closer and closer to bearing witness to another person's shit. And when we can do that is when we can actually honestly begin to give a shit. When we are not seeing it for what it is. Mm. Yeah. When we are seeing it just as a normal thing, another day in the life, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Then we end up perpetuating it, even yeah. when we don't realize it. Because there will be those who, this is how it's always done. I'll just go to the black market. Yeah. This is how it's always done. I'm always going to be the gender that's pushed down. Mm -hmm. This is how it's done. The color of my skin means that this is what, why I have to act in this way. Or this is how it's always done. I'm going to keep taking advantage of the system because... If I don't, then I will suffer too. Yes. And at the end of the day, we keep perpetuating this instead of saying, wait a second, there needs to be a different way. Because otherwise, we'll be not just living hell on earth for ourselves, but we'll be ensuring it for our children. Hmm. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.